Advanced Principles Podcast, or app, was created to be an outlet for like-minded individuals to share in the broader conversations on leadership, retail market updates, and incredible personal success stories. On app, you will hear a collection of stories from the titans of the retail industry, as well as thought and practice leaders covering the spectrum of the economy. Please click the subscribe button and look for the newest episodes to be released. So many great things, I think, to help advance the industry, advance the customer journey. They teach you the process behind sales, right? But not everyone leaves for a startup. It's been a lot of fun, even since, even when it was less fun, it was still fun, you know? Nick Gerlach is the Vice President of Dealer Relations at CarOffer. In his role, Nick is responsible for transaction and revenue growth and oversees account management, vehicle fulfillment, buying matrix operations, and the dealer consumer product. Nick is an original member of the CarOffer executive team and has played a critical role in determining product direction, organizational design, hiring strategy, and driving dealer engagement. Prior to joining CarOffer, Nick held previous roles as Director of Sales and Director of Finance for Sewell Automotive Companies, where he oversaw sales operations, inventory acquisition and management, and revenue growth for a world-class automotive retail operation. Nick earned a finance degree from Southern Methodist University's Cox School of Business, as well as an economics degree from Southern Methodist University's Dedman College. All right, Nick, well, that's a, certainly an impressive bio. I'm really excited to unpack it, get to know a little bit more about you and a lot more about the car offer story. You guys have been all the rage in the industry the last couple of years since you unveiled. And uh, so I'm excited to get into it. Thanks again for being a, on, a guest on app here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I always love asking people that have any connection to the retail industry because uh, it's not an industry most of us grow up desiring to get into. Right. Uh, you don't generally don't have, uh, you know, third grade school where you say, hey, I want to sell cars when I grow up. So how'd you get into the, uh, the car business? That's a good question. You know, I was, uh, I went to school here in Dallas at uh, SMU here in Dallas. And I, you know, when, if you would have asked me probably at 21, what I wanted to be, I wanted to be an investment banker. And so uh, I thought that was going to be the next the next gig for me. But I had done an internship uh, for for Carl Sewell, actually, at, at Sewell Automotive Companies in Dallas, and spent um, a summer working at their Cadillac store, which is kind of their, their flagship original store, um, help and write service and helping sales, sell cars as a sales assistant. And so you know, one thing led to another. I graduated. I didn't become an investment banker, but I wanted to, <laughs> to do something where I could where I could make some money and all that. So, uh, one thing led to another. Got in touch with these guys, and and the rest was history. So, started wow. working at uh, at their Lexus store in Dallas, which is you know now their largest store. Wow! And uh, and, and moved up the organization that way. That's very cool. So. It's it's odd, but when I was early in my retail career back in the mid to late 90s, uh, I was aware of Sewell just because of the book, Customers for Life. Yep. Um, such a prominent name in our industry, and they've done so many great things, I think, to help advance the industry, advance the customer journey. And that had to be an incredible experience for you to work for an organization like that, that really put the customer first. And from what I understand and everyone else that I've had conversations with, they pour the same amount of intention into their associates. So what was like their developmental aspect? And I know you, you wore several hats while you were there. What was that developmental path look, look like for you? Oh, my gosh. So that, that organization, um, you know, 
people could could use that organization as one to build their HR function out. I think they do just really an, an incredible job, not only of selecting the right people, you know, getting the right, right people on board, being very intentional about the recruiting process, but then also once you get the right people on board, um, I'm teaching them, you know, how to, how to do the job and do it well. So uh, I would say, you know, it starts in a couple areas. Really, one of the things that they do extraordinarily well is, is getting the right people. And so they hire, I would say, more for, um, more for character, more for personal attributes, traits, et cetera. Um, you know, they, they, do, uh, they do some really cool testing and all kinds of stuff to, to see if you're a good culture fit as well, among other things. And so um, once they, as a foundation, have figured that out, they're then going to, uh, they bring you into the organization, but it doesn't stop there. They really invest a ton in you as a person. And it's a long, it's a long road, right? Their vision is not that you see this as a job, that you do it for six months, a year, and then move on to the next thing, like, like some people uh, do in the car business, but they really look at it like, we want you here 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And and they've got the track record to prove it. So really long, long uh, tenures within that organization. Um, excellent training. You know, one of the things about the training that I think is so phenomenal is they will, they teach you the process behind sales, right? And then they mm -hmm. not only teach you that, I mean, it's obviously custom to their business, of course, but they then reinforce it along the way. There's constant, there's constant, you know, um, check-ins and things like that, different sorts of training and investment in you as a person. Um, they, I think they truly believe if you were to ask Carl and Jacqueline, who, who uh, now run the company along with their father, you know, I think that they believe if you invest in the person, then the company also stands to, to gain as well. And so um, really great organization. Couldn't think, couldn't say greater things about that company. That's fantastic. Yeah. The greatest return on investments always into the people. Um, yes. They're going to get you the greatest bang for the buck. No questions asked. It's money well spent in every regard. And certainly the um, leadership tree throughout our industry that has some connection to Sewell is, is deep and it's broad. And I think it, at this point, it probably touches every facet of our industry. Just about. It does. Yeah. So while you were there, what was your favorite role? What did you enjoy the most uh, while you were uh, at your tenure there? Yeah, that's a that's good. Um, probably the sales director role. So I was the the sales director at the Lexus store, uh, which is a very large store. Um, you know, we did between new and at the time between new and used car Lexus new new and used sales, I should say, about nine thousand cars a year, wow. just a ton of volume pumping through that store. The new car department did you know five thousand, and then uh, I think that they were that not. I think I know they were the largest CPO. Lexus dealer in the country, at least at that time. Wow. So that was a fun job. I mean, because it's, you know, every day matters, right? You go and mm -hmm. go in, you rally the troops. Saturday's your game day. I mean, it, it was it was a lot of fun. And um, and it was hard. I mean, it required me. I managed inventory. I, I um, you know, I dealt with managing the store, all that. I mean, it was it was very, very difficult and was ultimately responsible for for growing the revenue at that organization, um, you know, and, and making sure that department was profitable. So that was a great, that was my favorite job. Although I will tell you, it's hard to find a bad job on the sales side if you're if you're a salesperson or if you're mm -hmm. naturally inclined that way, because it's just fun. I mean, it selling cars is fun if you yes, if it is. If you're that way, you know, meaning your personality is is built for it. So it's really hard to find a bad one, I would say. 
Yeah, yeah, great perspective, great perspective. So after a long and very successful run there, getting elevated within a very prominent organization, you made the decision to, to leave the retail world, which a lot of people do eventually, whether it's the hours, the structure, whatever it is, a lot of people leave and jump to a supplier side of the industry, whether that's a manufacturer, product administrator, technology provider, um, but not everyone leaves for a startup. Um, that kind of has a has a new spin on an old way of doing something. Um, so, what was that decision process like? Obviously, very stable career. Now we're looking at a startup. Startup. What were those inner conversations that you had with yourself like? Oh my gosh, it was a lot of sleepless nights. It was uh, it was painful. I mean, this thing, meaning car offer, made so much sense, and which is why I, I even uh, was looking at it in the first place. It, it I almost couldn't see it not working. You know, I was, I was trying to convince myself that there's something, uh, that there's something that wasn't going to work, but I couldn't find that. I think that was really what, what drew me towards it. Um, you know, that, that organization, the prior, my prior company, that, that was family. It really was. Um, and when you spend that long working with a group of people and achieve what we achieved, I mean, it's hard for it not to become, mm -hmm. so it was, it was tough to leave, but when I saw the vision and it was on a PowerPoint slide, you know, when wow. I was, when I was getting, when I was shown car offer, uh, when I saw the vision from Bruce for what this could be, it's hard to really, it's hard to really look away. You know what I mean? You just want to be a part of it. And so, you know, there's a couple sleepless nights in there. We, um, it, there was obviously a great opportunity though. We couldn't quite see what it exactly, how exactly it was going to pan out yet. Mm -hmm. But ultimately I made the decision just to leave because uh, wow. like a lot of great things in life, you don't, if you don't take on the risk, then um, you really won't you won't accomplish anything truly special, right? And so we uh, we jumped we jumped, and there were scary moments for sure. Yeah, yeah. Times, but it was it was ultimately great. I mean, it was it's been a lot of fun, even since even when it was less fun, it was still fun. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. And uh, certainly, Bruce has a track record of success. Um, yes. I think everything that he has touched has worked out incredibly well for everyone involved. Um, so there's a little bit of a, uh, a comfort in that, but certainly still a new idea, a new concept, standalone entity uh, moving forward. So kudos to you for taking that risk. A lot of people cower away from it and probably wait until it's up and running and there's positive revenue and it's much more than just a PowerPoint. There's actually a software platform <laughs> and a portal and you know HR department and everything like that. So right. kudos to you right. for doing that. So, so you come on board. And, uh, you know, now you fast forward uh, the two and a half years or whatever it's been, it has been a warp speed adventure oh for you guys at Car Offer. We've loved doing business with you. We've loved having the platform to offer the additional value to our dealers. But you not just did a startup, but you did a startup that absolutely blew up from day one. And there's been incredible demand. Um, there was a global pandemic, if I'm remembering correctly, yeah. Yeah, that was uh, which caused immense supply chain issues, which created this need for inventory greater than any time during my career. And oh, by the way, you moved offices and you completed a huge transaction in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, so not just one things, but five big events going on. What has that ride been like? Oh, it's been, it's been a wild ride. I mean, absolutely wild. Um, it's hard to even, like we could write a book. It's sometimes we sit and, you know, it's funny, you have guys join the organization um, guys and gals within like the last six months. And we already have these old war stories, right? Where we're talking about like, oh, I remember when we started. It was only two and a half years ago. 
And we're already talking about, you know, old war stories from, from when we started this company. It was really, really unlike anything I could have ever imagined. I, I saw what this could be, um, meaning it could be special. I knew that, which is why I, I left for sure. I knew what Bruce was capable of. You know, Bruce had come in and out of the dealerships when I was on that side of the business um, when he was building prior products. So I knew what he was about and what he was capable of. But to see it actually happen is, is different. And also to understand the, the pains and the challenges and the, and some of the things you run into when you build a startup from, from the ground up. It's really, it's, a, it's an experience that I want to trade for the world. Um, you know, I think that it's been really, really timely. And what I think what probably the most gratifying thing is not just to build something from nothing, but the fact that I feel like we're really changing an industry mm -hmm. is, is pretty cool. You know, um, there's not a whole lot of companies that can say you really are shifting this part of the business. And we, I feel like we're doing that. So yeah, it's been, it's been neat. Yeah, yeah. The term disruptor gets thrown around way too often. I mean, the last several years, it's just disruptor, disruptor, disruptor. If you work on a Tuesday, you're all of a sudden a disruptor. And I, I really do think that there is some level of positive disruption that you all are creating. I think um, the marketplace dynamics of really opening up a nationwide platform to acquire or uh, wholesale inventory through at the touch of a button, um, and even more automated than that, you don't even have to touch the button. Um, is pretty phenomenal. So I do think that there's a level of disruption to it, but in a very positive way. Um, and you're just continually adding value along the way. So I, it's been fun to see from this aspect of it. Now, you know, you certainly haven't just been a passenger in all of this. You were early on the executive team and you were guiding several of the decisions along the way, from my understanding. And how much of what you learned at Sewell and kind of that HR playbook that you saw yeah. in the associate development have you incorporated in your day-to-day -day strategy over the last two and a half years at Car Offer? Oh, a ton of it, a ton of it. We knew, you know, from very early on, uh, uh, my portion of the business that, that I oversee is really the, uh, the side that generates the revenue, right? And so it's the side that, that drives transactions. And so, you know, um, coming from, you know, past experiences and just general philosophy towards business, um, I wanted everyone to have their their business with our within our business, meaning in parallel incentives, the whole thing. Um, so that was very, very important for me to hire entrepreneurial people, people that want to grow something, that want to be a part of something, but then also ultimately want to, as the company performs well, so do they. And so we were able to achieve that. It's not, it was um, it's easy to say, is what I would say when you're when you're doing it on a whiteboard early on, going like, hey, this is going to be our our incentive structure and here's how we're going to, here's how we're going to pay people. And here's what we're going to, you know, what we're going to call them. And it changes 15 times, but then all of a sudden it clicks, right? It works. And then you've got these advocates running around with car offer shirts on and uh, you know, they're, they're bleeding green. And, and so it's really, it's really um, been fun from that perspective. So that was a, that was a huge part of it. Another piece was I wanted to make sure that the people we brought on were extremely high caliber. And so um, you know, we're very intentional here about not only, um, you know, bringing on good people, but then once we do get them on board, making sure that we're giving them every, every possible chance to be successful. Um, you know, if we like somebody enough to hire them day one, right, we saw something. We need to make sure that we're doing our part as, as a leadership team to giving them all the resources mm -hmm. that they possibly yep. can to be successful and to find fulfillment in all those things that Carl offers. And we, one of the things I'm probably most proud of is 
our turnover rate is incredibly low, especially for a startup. And so people are finding this and they're finding careers here and we're seeing advancement. And um, that's, I think, the sign of a business that's got a lot more growth ahead of it. Mm -hmm. And is something I'm very proud of. Yeah, a lot of legs and a lot of runway to go on. Uh, There's no question, especially when those those early adopters and kind of those early uh, advocates for the company, like you said, bleeding green, um, are the ones five, 10, 15 years from now leading large teams and moving the initiatives forward beyond what you know Bruce and you had initially seen and started down that path on. That's pretty exceptional. And it's rare, especially in today's environment, as you know. It is. It's very rare. And but we've already seen, we're already seeing guys that uh, that are leading, you know, smaller teams within the organization and are and are doing big chunks of business that uh, you know, a couple of guys that were with us day one that started as account managers and have grown to big roles and which is really, really exciting. It's the type of story you want to tell about your organization. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Very cool. And then a a transaction occurs um, with car gurus and um, that certainly sent some shockwaves throughout the industry. It it seems like a match made in heaven um, kind of after everything is shaken out and everything. How is that going and how has that really changed the car offer world, if at all? It's going really, really well. Those are those are great people. I mean, that is a, a tremendous organization that we were able to align ourselves with. And we, we probably didn't know how great they were until we started working with them. So um, their culture very much line fits, fits our culture, which mm-hmm. I think is, is important when two, when two companies merge like they did with ours. Um, and they are really all about, and from the leadership team down, they're all about helping facilitate our growth. So They've given us resources that we didn't previously had or have, excuse me, um, that that transaction alone also helped, you know, we knew what we had. We, we saw we saw the growth that we we were or we felt the growth, I should say, early on. Um, we knew we had something special, but we were still trying to get our name out to dealers. And um, in fact, we still are doing that to this day. There's a, there are a lot of dealers that don't know who Car Offer is. And so. Um, you know, that all of a sudden gave us some instant recognition that we didn't, oh, hey, car offer, I heard about these guys. This is the deal that car gurus bought. Okay, maybe I need to check it out. We did have a lot of that that happened as a result. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if legitimacy is the word because I think we had a legitimate good growing business, mm-hmm. but it definitely got put us on the map with some people that, that weren't paying attention to us previous to that. Yeah, add a little fuel to the rocket ship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they gave us access to things i mean with their marketing reach and and cardgurus.com and their access to the consumer i that's really um the partnership there you talk about synergies that can exist between two companies uh there are far there are there are very few companies that can that can do what we're going to do on this or what we are doing i should say yeah yeah and those associates that you talked about that joined day one as account managers and now are leading teams they've got to be excited about the upward mobility that that transaction now provides because that's that's a whole new level of scale uh, that's yes. coming down the pipeline for them. Absolutely. I mean, you look at the team and it's already grown and multiplied and multiplied and that's, that's fantastic. I mean, it's, there's, and there's a lot of it left to go. There's a lot of growth left. So yep. it's really exciting for everyone involved. A big thanks to Nick for sharing with us a little bit about his journey in the beginning of Car Offer and all those opportunities it created for so many people. Do not forget to subscribe because next week, We will be finishing off our conversation with Nick. 
You can find App on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and our website.